0: Welcome to the Become Revolutionary Show, where we pull back the curtain and talk to successful entrepreneurs and industry leaders about their journey to success, the process of entrepreneurship, and the adversity they've encountered along the way. With your hosts, Charlene and Noel, and their amazing guests from all over the globe, you will feel right at home and part of the entrepreneurial tribe while hearing about the ups, downs, curves and missteps in these stories, and how it all ultimately contributes to success in business and life. Join us now as entrepreneurs support other entrepreneurs. Stronger together, further, faster. Welcome
1: to the Become Revolutionary show, everybody, where we talk to you about how to get over those hurdles to become revolutionary in your life and business. We're your hosts, Noelle and Charlene, and today's topic is all about launching and selling high-ticket masterminds.
2: That's right. Thanks so much, Noel. Hello, everyone. So Chris Williams, fun fact, doesn't have a car. He's an ultra marathoner, and he teaches experts simple methods for building high-ticket masterminds. Uh, he spends most of his time raising his five kids, exploring world communities, and trying his hand at adventures like shark diving, ice climbing, running ultra marathons, and riding electric skateboards. He's just out there and having fun, living life to the fullest. In his spare time, he works with entrepreneurial and business experts, speakers and coaches and leaders, and he helps the market monetize and lead their own high-ticket mastermind or group coaching programs, however you like to look at that. And as the world continues to shift, Many experts are trying to build their high-ticket groups uh, for additional revenue streams, lead generation, and impact. So Chris really helps teach them how to generate more leads close those high-ticket deals, and build really strong transformational groups. He has his own digital agency. He leads two masterminds of his own, one of which Noel and I actually attended. As uh, No, both of them, actually, we attended. And he's learned many of these lessons the hard way, which he'll talk about today. So today, we've invited him to share his journey with you of overcoming those adversities, getting to where he is now so that you can really understand how to lead with more impact and influence in your area and understand you don't need to do it alone. You need people like Chris to help you understand what you can do today to get that one step further in your life that you're really looking to do. So welcome, Chris.
3: No, Charlene. Oh my gosh. So excited to be here. And after you just talked about me not having a car and the adventures we do, I just realized, oh my gosh, people are probably just saying, well, hey freak show just get a car and then you don't have to walk up the mountains or run anymore isn't that an obvious choice so there's probably a life hike here I should get a car
2: (laughs) no no car no car I love this about you in fact oftentimes yeah it's on videos riding his bike and yeah and doing videos like that which I thought was just genius like I think it was one of your sponsored ads that you had where you're riding your bike and talk at the same time like that totally cut through the noise. I love the creativity that you, uh, <laughs> that you had with that. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: Chris, welcome to the Become Revolutionary Show. We are so glad to have you here. And so you teach so many people. In fact, as Charlene mentioned uh, to our listeners, you've been a mentor to Charlene and I, and we so appreciate every everything you've taught us, all of your insight, and just your heart behind it. So I'm guessing you haven't always been doing this. Um, you've been doing it since we know you, we've known you, but you haven't always been doing this. So why don't you kind of tell us, share with us today, like how you got into this, what is your passion behind it? And what is your heart behind helping people sell high ticket?
3: That's such a good question. And, you know, Noelle, I used to wish that I had been born into a wealthy family or born into different opportunities or not had hardship growing up. I grew up in a really abusive home and, and lots of hardship. And when Jill and I Uh, y'all y'all seen Jill before and and our five kids like when we were young when Jill and I were young married like we were living below the poverty level for multiple years before like we couldn't even afford groceries. There were so many weeks that we would get to the end of the week and not have not have food in the pantry. Like that's I can't believe I'm saying that. Like that's where it started but it's but it's not About now that I'm I'm like figured it out more, it's not about wishing I had been born with more like silver spoon in my mouth, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Because now that I know people who were born with that opportunity, they had to grow up and learn other skill sets. Like I've learned just not to judge how we all started Mm -hmm. and learn to just get to work myself and help each other get after it. That's why we're here. So for me, so much of this started like in the mastermind building process, not because I wanted to build my own mastermind or teach others to build a mastermind. We're just entrepreneurs here, folks, right? So we're we're constantly like looking for what's going to work next, what's going to happen next. And for me, and I can I can tell you more about this in a second if you want to know. But for me, like it was really just an evolution of things that started happening, and it, that evolution was born in hardship. Just like if, I don't know what your view or anybody else's view of how this world came around, but if it was from a big bang or from a higher power saying, let's get rolling either way, there was a lot of crappy stuff going on early on. And I'm really glad I wasn't there for it. (laughs) This is like, that's where entrepreneurial journeys come from is that, that ooze that hardship at the beginning. And our job is to figure out how do we crawl out of the ooze? start sprouting some rings and start, start working with what we got. Right.
2: Yeah. And That's I love so that you're good. mentioning that. Yeah. I love that you're mentioning that because this is an ongoing conversation with Noella and I, and with the entrepreneurs that we work with too in our consulting is how do you navigate the ebbs and flows in business. And I think there's a misconception. I don't know if if people come into this thinking that it's just going to be all sunshine and roses like, yay, it's awesome. It's not. There are some crappy days where you hit a wall really hard and it hurts. Sometimes it can really keep you in a stuck position. So when you find yourself hitting that wall, um, And because there's a growth opportunity, that's something that Noelle and I have learned. It hurts. There's something here for us to see. There's something for us to experience, to grow right now. What is it that we need to do? Um, That's what helps us through it. But what helps you through it when you find yourself facing those times?
3: Shirley, and I've learned that there aren't business hardships. There are life hardships. Mm. Business is just one of the things in our lives. We have a relationship hardship. We have a hardship with one of our kids. We have a dog that gets an injury. You have whatever. It's a hardship, right? And I'm not going to sugarcoat that and say, oh, hardships, let's just turn that around and spell it differently and call it an awesome opportunity or whatever. Yeah, it it, it can become that. But yeah. oh my gosh, so many times I have walked out of my house, walked out of my car, got in the car and gone for a drive and screamed my freaking head off because I'm so frustrated and it's just not working. And I bought something from someone and they promised it would solve all of my problems. And it didn't. Oh my gosh. So yes. what I've learned to do is just take a step back. Lots of good therapy here, folks. If that can just save you like hundred thousand dollars in therapy, let's go. This is it right here. <laughs> take a step back and breathe like for 30 seconds Count backwards from 10 down to one, do what you got to do. Go for a walk. Don't lash out at someone and work out your frustrations. Mm. Call a spade a spade. It might be a hard day. Oh my gosh. Like not having food in the pantry is a freaking hard day. I almost cried a second ago. when I said that because it just, I can still feel that worry. And that just, just soul crushing fear of not just what do I do? Oh, crap. I have a wife and a kid and we can't eat. But what if anybody finds out? Right. I think that's the real fear, right? Which is so horrible. Yeah. I should be worried about my, my kid. Yeah. But it's really a fear of what somebody knows. Mm-hmm. As, a, as entrepreneurs, I don't know about the rest of you listening and watching in right now, but I, I know right now in my quote unquote success, yeah. I know what I'm scared of right now. Mm. Like, think about it, folks. Think about it. I know you don't want to think about it, but think about it. You know what you're scared of right now. It's it's worried if somebody will find out. It's worried about a kid. It's worried about another relationship. It's worried about this business thing. It's worried if you spent too much money. It's worried that you don't have enough money to pay the minimum on the credit card. What is it for you? That's okay. Just stop for a second. It is what it is. It's okay. Let that thing be there. Acknowledge it. Cry about it. Be mad about it. And then take a piece of paper out, eight and a half by 11 sheet, and write down one thing you could do to help that problem. Just big letters with Sharpie, write it down. Put that piece of paper on a table or your floor if you don't have a table yet, or you had to sold it to pay last month's credit card. Put the piece of paper down. Take another piece of paper out. Write down another idea. Don't solve it. Don't figure out how you're going to do it all. Just... I could get three referrals. Awesome, write it down. I could call a friend. Awesome, write it down, pass it on. Next piece of paper. I could um, think of a new offering. Awesome, write it down, put the piece of paper down. Write all those things down and then step away and look at them all and pick the one or two things you think you could do fastest. Mm -hmm. And then take that piece of paper out and just around that idea you had, start jotting down ideas. What would I do first to make this happen? What about second? What do I do third? Don't worry about making a perfect plan. Just what do I do first, second, third? What could I do today to start moving this forward? What do I do tomorrow? What do I do the next day? Write them all down. You got three things now. Start.
1: Yeah, that's a great activity. I And I love that you're sharing that. I was listening. I shared this with Charlene the other day because I was listening to a podcast that Byron Katie was on. I don't know if anybody uh, knows her or listens to her, but she she touched on something that you're touching on. And it was like, we we let the emotion of the thing that's bothering us kind of take over our narrative. And so her example was I'm drowning in debt. And that's what triggered my memory when you were kind of saying about the credit, minimum credit card payment or whatnot, I am drowning in debt. And you're kind of putting that on yourself as though like that is your identity versus what you're saying, what this is my situation right now. This is the situation right now that I'm experiencing. What can I put into place to help that? And it doesn't mean that that is you. You are not a failure failure, or you are not this or that or whatever um, sentence that first hops into your mind and kind of stepping outside and observing those thoughts and saying, choosing to say, I don't identify as that. I don't identify as a failure. I don't identify as drowning in debt, but I am going to conquer this by doing these tasks. And like you're saying, um, jotting down what I can do right now today to do that is it selling that chair that you never sit in or whatever right um so yeah that's a great activity so then tell us about kind of this transformation so we we're hearing where you came from we're hearing what what was happening and and we know where you are now but what was the pivotal moment or like what was how did you get mm-hmm. into teaching people high high level tickets and and how did you get into pe- teaching people masterminds like did you run your own mastermind how did you get into that? What was the transformation
3: there? You guys know I have a bunch of pictures on my computer screen of mm-hmm. my kids and family. So I'm looking at that right now. There's all these pictures, like a dozen, maybe 15, 20 pictures in a collage. And they're all scattered around on my screen. And they're pictures of me with a kid on my shoulders at a beach in the Caribbean. And pictures of me with Jill out free diving with sharks and pictures with... Me and Jill and our kids on an island in Greece and, and me with our kids in a subway in New York. I mean, it's just pictures of us doing the things we love to do, traveling and adventure. That just happens to be our brand, what we do in our family. That's what made it change for me. Mm-hmm. It was because I so freaking wanted that. And I was working 14-hour days making scraps trying to start a digital marketing agency. And I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I was failing at showing up for these people. I wasn't failing at making enough money to pay the bills at that moment. The bills are getting paid, but just barely. So I was just working harder and harder and harder. And one day I realized, oh my gosh, I am literally missing, not just the dream that I have of doing all these cool things with these kids, but like I'm missing seeing them at eight o'clock at night. Just the basic stuff, reading them a bedtime story. So what I did is I started a really simple process. I determined first thing that was gonna happen is I had to get my time back. Mm -hmm. So I started making myself show up in my house 20 minutes earlier every day. I'd set an alarm on my phone and I would show up 20 minutes earlier every day. If it's 9 p.m. today, tomorrow it's 8.40, the next day it's 8.20, the next day it's 8 o'clock and so on. Every day I'd walk in the house, if I was one minute late when the alarm went off, on the phone or on the computer, anybody in the house, in the kitchen at that moment And five kids, that's six people, we get a dollar each per minute. So six bucks a minute, that's $400 an hour. (laughs) That's motivation, right? So I had to pay $400 an hour rate to walk in a minute late. I did it twice in about four months, walked in late. But over that four month period of time, because I forced a reality on me that the world wasn't forcing on me, Mm -hmm. I learned to delegate and I learned to get systems in place. I know we all know, we've all taken the courses and read the books, but no you got to freaking do it. I learned to delegate and put systems in place and my income quadrupled and my time went down to four hours a day. And the reason that clicked for me is because I knew I want to be with my family, but somebody told me, Chris, you get to choose this. I'm like, no, I don't. I got to make more money. I got to keep hustling. I'm like, Chris, what if you had an injury and you could only work For an hour a day or three hours a day or or six hours a day, you'd figure it out. Yeah, I would. And so I imposed a time limit on me to create an external limit and made an accountability commitment with it. That started changing everything.
2: Wow. So
1: did you have a coach that kind of helped you through that transformation or was it you or your own
3: coach? I read The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. Yeah, great book. Everybody has read that book. And almost everybody I ever talked to who's read it says, yeah, whatever. Pie in the sky. He's such a marketer. Blah blah. No, you can say that about a guy who's uber successful when you haven't done the stuff. Mm-hmm. So I read it the first time and I thought all that. And then I was like, I'm so desperate. I'm willing to try it. I was desperate enough to take his book and outline what was going on and create a mind map of the steps I have to go through. And I just started doing the work four months later. I was working half days, quadrupled my income. And I just simply did what was in the book.
2: I love it. Oh, no, sorry. You were going to say something else.
3: (laughs) I I was going to say, and that's what led to my first mastermind. Because I figured, I figured that out. And, and all of a sudden people were like, how are you traveling? How are you sitting at Starbucks all day? Why are you just paddle boarding all day and not like working? (laughs) Are you selling drugs? What's going on? Like that was all the questions we were getting. So I was like. Tell them what I did, read the book, do the stuff. Nobody wanted to read the book and do it. They wanted to take me to lunch or have a zoom call and ask me questions about how I did it. They want a cheat code. So I started doing that. And then I started realizing, oh my gosh, I should start charging people for the zoom call. And then all of a sudden I became a consultant on basically how to get the four hour work week done. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is taking up my entire life again. Now I'm not working four hours anymore. I'm working all the time, helping people try to stop working. So (laughs) I tried to start selling e-courses, which was a complete failure. And I went straight from there, five years of e-course trying to sell it and learned, oh my gosh, I should have just started at the top of the value ladder and sold a high ticket seat for 15 people to come in and learn how to do this together. And that's what started everything.
2: Wow. That is so good. And I just want to clarify, there is something back there that you had mentioned that, you understood right away because the book was about delegating and putting in systems. I want to clarify. So most people are really great at figuring things out and then they want to do it because they think that they're going to save a lot of time or sorry, save a lot of money by doing it themselves. They're smart enough to figure it out. Chris, I'm sure you hear this all the time. Smart enough to figure it out. They're going to do it. They're going to figure it out. And then they're going to put these things in place for themselves. What I love about your coaching program, and I hope you'll follow up with sharing how people can come connect with you if this is something that that um, calls to them to explore more, is that you you help them understand who that they need to put in place to support them in that experience. A really back to front pivotal moment for me personally with our business. Um, with your coaching helped us understand that putting the people in place actually freed us up. We thought it would be more expense putting out, but it actually gave us our time back to focus on higher um, higher priority um, activities that really brought in more revenue for us. And we got to practice in a couple of different ways, which was really pivotal, but that was a huge mindset shift. Mm-hmm. And since then, We've looked at our business totally differently, and we've been able to have more joy and happiness in our days as a result of that experience. So yeah, can you fill us in a little bit more about that and Mm -hmm. how you support people in that way and how can they connect with you if they'd like that experience for themselves to learn from you that way?
3: Absolutely. Super simple. Groupcoachnation.com is where we hang out. Groupcoachnation.com. That's that. Here's how to figure out what you should be doing. What you should be talking about, if you should be helping someone understand your information and selling your information to them in some form or fashion. Yeah. I know I'm smart enough to learn how to fly a plane, but I don't have a passion for that. I just want to go on vacation.
2: Yeah.
3: So I'm not gonna go learn how to fly a plane. I'm gonna hire somebody else to do that, right? I know that I know how to build websites. That's how I started my digital agency. Mm-hmm. I was sitting building websites 14 hours a day and a lot more stuff than that. And then all of a sudden it dawned on me. You know, I don't really like building websites. I just did it because it was making a buck. Okay. But you know what I do know now? Like, zoom out, everybody. Think about this. Zoom out from your own reality. Like, step away from your desk right now and look at it. You don't just know how to do what's on your desk. Now you know how to consult people about what's on your desk. You know, uh, for instance, the website thing. Once I learned how to build websites, I could spot a good or bad website builder a mile away. Mm -hmm. Oh, That means I could sell my consulting website advising to people and never build a website again and not even hire teams to do it. I would just call doctor's offices and say, look, I know you're getting hustled by all these people trying to build websites. I don't build websites. I never will. I'm not going to sell you one. I come in and look at your marketing routine and everything that's going on digitally. And I'll tell you the truth about what's going on. And you can have your brother-in-law, your front desk person or anybody else you want to do it. They can do it. I'm just going to shoot you straight. Yeah. That started selling like hotcakes, but people just want to know the truth. So look at what you're doing right now, everybody like zoom out and think, what do people want to know that I know they want to know, not just, can you build a website? They want to know, how do I build a website business? So you know how to do it. They want to know, not if I don't want to build a website business, I just want to have a website. They want somebody they can trust, not somebody just going to sell them whatever that doesn't even get any seo value like quit the doing Mm
1: -hmm.
3: and get with the advising Mm -hmm. and that will take you light years ahead in a heartbeat
1: I have this story. Chris has, I've told him this before. He has changed my life. As many of you know, I have another business with my husband here in Nova Scotia, Canada. And while I was under Chris's tutelage, I, he was like, you just have to do it. And I said, well, as Charlene and I were starting out in business together. And I said, well, I'll practice over here. And it's just like Chris is saying, he just did what was in the book. And I said, okay, I don't know where this money's coming from. I don't know where I'm going to, how I'm going to pay these people to help me. I started off with one girl and I said, I don't know how many hours I can pay you a week, but so it's just going to kind of go week by week. If you're open to that, she was a stay at home mom. She was open to that. And she came back with spreadsheets and systems and stuff. You guys that would have taken me, a month or two months because I that's not who I am. I'm the creative, I'm the visionary. It's not who I am. I don't sit, I, I value spreadsheets, but I don't like to sit down and do them. And her first invoice to me was $186. <laughs> and it changed my life, it changed my business life, it changed everything in my life because of doing what Chris said. In trying to win my time back. And that $186 not only won my time back, but it also put better systems into place than I would have put myself because she wears that hat better. So thank you again, Chris. I just wanna publicly thank you again for <laughs> changing so much for Charlene and I. We have a fun part to the Become Revolutionary show that we did not warn you about. And it is a quick seven rapid questions that we're going to shoot at you so get prepared answer as quickly as you can it's gonna take a drink of water let's go <laughs> hey,
3: i'm ready bring it on okay here we go okay should i pull up google i like, get these hard questions i'm gonna even google <laughs> no, <off> or... <laughs> it's, it's about you
1: it's about you there's no right or wrong answer <laughs> ready here we go what's your favorite drink
3: um it's uh, this right here i'm drinking uh earl gray tea with three agaves
1: that's complicated. Okay. When are you most productive? In the morning. Who's your inspiration and why?
3: Oh, well, that's a good one. It's going to be Jill Elizabeth Williams, my girlfriend oh. and wife of 24 years now. I don't just mean the hard thing, but like she's it. She keeps me rocking.
1: Amazing. Summer or winter?
3: Definitely winter. Oh, yeah? Why? Oh. I like the snow. I like the crunch. I like the harsh ruggedness of it like that's why i climb mountains that's why i do alpine work because i freaking love just crispy cream like clean air and like harsh wind and oh it just just makes me feel alive clearly you I'm are like, not canadian. I'm like in the moment i can feel myself on a mountain right now
1: you are a, someone in the southern states talking to a canadian and i'm like he doesn't understand
3: <laughs> one, week at, it time, it one week at a time yeah. okay, one yeah.
1: week at yeah. a time yeah get to choose your winter. That's amazing. Okay. What is something new happening in your life right now?
3: Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, this is going to sound horrible after the cool introduction. I just ordered a Tesla like three months ago. It comes in like a week or two. I'm so freaking excited.
1: Amazing. Congratulations. What's your favorite number and why
3: three? I have no idea. I just think it's cool shape. You can flip it backwards and forwards and up and down. It can be a bridge. (laughs) It can be a W for Williams. I don't know. I just like um, the I like threes. Yeah,
1: yeah totally. Awesome. I also she like the, the, the angle, number. like
3: from a design standpoint, that angle, that like little right angle on a fancy three and then it has a curve. You get an angle and a curve in one letter. I just, I'm a design guy. I think that's kind of a fun letter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, that's what makes it unique. What is your favorite cake flavor? Number seven.
3: I hate cake. Can I go ice cream? It's vanilla. Plain vanilla ice cream. We
1: might need to. Talk no cake about it. at all.
3: No cake. Wow. I will not eat cake at a party. Why don't you
1: like cake? Do you like the frosting? Do you like? I don't cake like it. It's just. Frosting?
3: It's just like a waste of a bite. Why would I eat cake when I, there's usually ice cream at the same party? Right.
2: That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Good no point. Ice cream. All <laughs> the way. The I like cake batter.
3: Been. Give me the batter. I want a bowl of pre-cooked cake. Oh, oh.
2: no! Is it a texture <laughs> thing? No, I'm wondering. No,
3: I just like. I don't know. I don't
2: know. I feel like there's a psychology test that would go with this really well.
3: (laughs) I want to hear all your other interviews. Now these rapid fire questions, because I want (laughs) to see how i line up. Yeah.
1: Amazing. We would love you to leave our audience, our listeners with one piece of advice, whether it's about life, business, um, anything that's on your heart that you didn't have a chance to yet share. We would love to give you that opportunity now.
3: I have one tattoo. I didn't expect this question either. One tattoo. It's the word free, F R E E. The last letter is a blue E because of blue sky that makes me feel free. Let me outside. No, period. Not the end of a sentence. Just being free is the thing that has started so many things for me. I felt in prison as a child, and I felt in prison as an adult in so many circumstances, healing from a childhood stuff or just being in debt and financial bondage at times. Being free is so important. So if you're building your business or building your relationships or building your lifestyle, get free. Find out what's going to set you free and work towards that. Don't compromise the freedom.
2: Wow. Thank you so much. What a powerful time we've shared together. Again, go to groupcoachnation.com, connect with Chris and learn more for him. And if it's not for you, please share it forward. We want you all to become more revolutionary in your life and your business so you can attract more clients, less time and have greater impact until next week. We'll see you guys soon.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Become Revolutionary Show. If you're enjoying what you've heard, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Become Revolutionary Show.